Hello and welcome back to the Maluli Asset Podcast. This is episode 436. I'm your host, Casey Maluli, joined by Tom. Tom, thanks for joining me again. You bet. We're going to talk about, actually, I could probably sum up the entire podcast in this phrase, buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah, we're going to talk about how investing doesn't actually make sense and how counterintuitively it makes more sense when you try to stop making sense of it all. So right before we turned the mic on to record, Casey was sharing with me what happens on the day that Apple releases their earnings or comes out with a new iPhone. You want to share with everybody? It's stock, uh, it's, it's stock price has to go way up. It's got to Wrong. This is the greatest, yeah, the, the Apple's coming out with their greatest earnings report ever or their newest, hottest product. Yeah, doesn't work out that way. Stock price is actually down on the day of their new iPhone uh, announcements. They do these big shows out at their headquarters and everyone is um, in awe about the new camera or how much more battery life it has. But investors are actually doing the opposite of that. Yeah, I'm selling because the stock didn't have 97 pixels or whatever. Uh, you know, though the camera didn't have. Well, you you get the point. Yeah, but it's this idea that people think that they know how the stock is going to, or how the market overall is going to react based on um, scenarios. So if this happens, it's the stock price is going to do that. Right. And we have multiple examples of the Apple example being one of, of how that's not the case. I remember I did a, a video back in the summer of 2021 talking about Zillow and how Zillow was one of these uh, COVID stocks where it shot up, I think. Everybody wants to get out of the city. Uh, yeah. That's and, what they were talking about. Like everyone's going to buy a home. So its stock price ran up quicker than it probably should have. And then home prices were also up big in the summer of 2021 when home prices were going up probably the fastest. Zillow's stock price was down. It was off at the time of the video. It was off like 75% from all-time highs. Still, so, a, still a good company. Yeah, you'd think. I mean, everyone talks about it. Everyone was going on Zillow, using it to see what their home price was valued at, what their estimate was. You think that would be good for its stock price, and it was the exact opposite. Of course, none of these companies are recommendations to buy or sell. I need to say that. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Uh, but we're just using these as anecdotes to share with you the same underlying concept of buy the rumor, sell the news. Yep. So we were inspired to talk about this topic by a Morningstar article um, written by Jeff Patak. And the example that he used was the Russia uh, invasion of Ukraine, which took place uh, over a year ago at this point. This was February of, of 2022. You would think that Russia invading Ukraine would have a big impact on the price of oil. And it did for a couple of weeks that before the invasion, the price of oil was $94 a barrel. A few weeks later, it hit $130 a barrel, but by summer, it was below its pre-invasion price. So and today we're recording this. A year later, the war is still raging. Oil's trading at $69 a barrel. Yeah. Didn't go how 
you probably thought that it would. They blew um, up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and oil has actually gone down since that happened. You're cutting off the oil supply to most of Europe. How, how could oil not go up? It doesn't make sense. And that's the point of this whole article. We'll link to it in the show notes. Yep, of course. What are investors to do if it doesn't make sense? One of, I'm going to answer my own question here, and, and that is to, I think, first of all, not try and predict. And I think we need to talk about traders versus investors here, because I think traders are more the ones who try and um, trade these sort of events and, and trade these news and earnings releases and, uh, you know, try and traders basically just try and identify patterns in the market and trade based off that. But investors shouldn't really be swinging their retirement accounts around based on what's happening in Russia and Ukraine, for example, or what's happening with um, Apple's latest quarterly earnings. Or what the futures are doing overnight. Right. We talked about it pretty much every week during COVID, how it's the same idea. You know, you you can know what the news is going to be ahead of time, but you still don't know how the market is going to react. That's so true. I, I just want to slow down and repeat that again. You can know what's going to happen in the future, but you don't know how the market is going to react to the news. That's so important. Yeah. We could have the, we could have the answers to the test or we could have tomorrow's newspaper, we still don't know what the market is going to have to say about it. We talked about a lot last year how the market is forward-looking. And a lot of, you know, the story last year and, and still to a large extent this year, the story is recession and how all of everyone was calling for a recession last year. Um, and a lot of people still are at this point. Now in, in uh, the first quarter of 2023, the market... It's kind of a, a running joke at this point, or not a joke, but kind of, uh, you know, you hear about how things are, quote unquote, priced in already. What we mean by that is the market moves in anticipation of things that it thinks will happen. The market is a collection of individuals and institutions, and the market kind of does have a mind of its own, and people move and set themselves up anticipating things that happen and a lot of the time that anticipation of events is worse than the actual event themselves um, i'm thinking about recessions in this case um, just broadly speaking uh, who was it peter lynch who said that uh, more money was lost preparing for events that never in, happened than in the actual events themselves i also know that uh, very famous saying that uh Joseph Kennedy said, the father of the, the Kennedy clan, said, when the shoeshine boys on Wall Street are giving me stock tips, I know it's time to get out. <laughs> Again, it goes back to that buy the rumor, sell the news events. There are no uh, gnome, stock market gnomes or trolls that are out there that are saying this is going to happen or that's going to happen. So we just see the reaction in the stocks. And I think that is what makes a lot of these uh, folks that get on the financial media, I think this is what makes them crazy, but it also kind of keeps them employed too. The folks that you see showing up on Bloomberg or CNBC, they live in a world 
of if this, then that. If the Fed raises interest rates too many times, we're going into a recession. No, what the reality is, if this happens, then the goalposts are going to move. Or then if this happens, then the rules are going to change. If too many things go wrong in 2008, well, the government's going to come in and do a huge bailout. They're, they're even going to bail out the auto industry. So if this doesn't necessarily mean, then that. And that is where a lot of people just get blown out of the water because they say, wait, the Fed raised interest rates. Uh, the economy slowed down. We should be in a recession. Stock should be off by X amount of dollars. And it didn't happen. What do you do? And this is really what we're getting at. The same. What, what, what should you do? Well, not watch CNBC. If you do, know that it's for entertainment. I think if you watch it for to, to keep up with news and not necessarily get investing tips or uh, action items for your portfolio, then if you're able to watch it for purely entertainment purposes, then I think it's pretty entertaining television. But if you're using it to guide your investing decisions, then I think you're going to uh, have a problem and you should probably talk to... Talk to a, get professional help. Yeah. Other than that, I think the main thing is stay invested. Yeah. You, you know, just stay invested. It's the the market, and I, I'm not saying just what happens on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. The market as an environment will do everything. It's like the devil. It will do everything in its power to make you do the wrong thing. And the right thing is to continue to save money continue to dollar cost average, continue to stay invested despite the news. We made a video earlier, uh, we'll link to it in the show notes, where every single year that I have been in the business, something bad has come along that was completely unexpected. And during those years, the Dow Jones went from 1,400 to, where are we now, 32,000. Yep, stocks. Stay, stay invested. Stocks climb the wall of worry. So uh, just to put some numbers behind this, what you were just talking about, Jeff Patak in, in the Morningstar article we mentioned earlier, he looked at he looked at U.S. large cap stocks returns in the 36 months that followed a three-year period in which they lost money. So that was kind of a, a confusing description there. But basically, he looked at how do large cap U.S. stocks perform after they go through a prolonged stretch of losing money? And there's not that many times. There's only 19 times that stocks, U.S. large cap stocks, suffered two consecutive losing 36 month, 36 month periods, and those were centered around the Great Depression, the uh, financial crisis of 2008 and the bursting of the internet bubble. But on average, after those events took place, stocks rose by 22%. Pretty good bounce back. Yeah. And in all of those periods, so, you know, all of those periods, not just the depression 2008 and the, and the uh, 2000 internet bubble. So in all of these time periods, Stocks rebounded, earning 14.2% per year on average in the three years following a losing 36-month period. Kind of a long and um, confusing way to say that 
that stocks tend to perform well after they don't perform well. Right. So if you're trying to usually investor sentiment follows how the market is performing. So my guess is at those time periods where stocks were performing the worst, investors were as bearish as it gets, probably were looking to move to cash or move to more conservative accounts at precisely the wrong time. And that is another theme that we like to drive home here is you will most likely be tempted to do the worst possible thing, which is sell out at the bottom. And then you're going to have to figure out when to get back in. And it just creates a whole host of, of different problems. So the easier thing to do would probably to be have the appropriate allocation between stocks, bonds, and cash going in and to just make sure you maintain that throughout all of these uh, time periods. A quick podcast here for episode 336 or 436, but uh, an important lesson and always a timely topic to talk about. So Tom, thanks for joining me and thank you, our listeners, for, for tuning in to this week's episode. We'll be back with you next week. Tom Maluli is an investment advisor representative with Maluli Asset Management. All opinions expressed by Tom and his podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Maluli Asset Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Clients of Maluli Asset Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.